0: Hey there folks and welcome to a special edition of hardly heroes i am caleb b that's where you can follow me on twitter follow eddie at E D c85 follow the show at ec underscore hero our instagram is ec hero cast gmail is ec hero cast at gmail.com as always check me out every thursday morning on the grave consequences podcast which is a part of the social suplex podcast network The recording date is August 15, and today we are here to review a movie of my selection. This is on the best streaming service of all. No no problems whatsoever. This was on Peacock. We watched the 2011 classic known as Warrior, starring Joel Edgerton, Tom Hardy, and Nick Nolte.
1: Let me tell you something about Peacock. (laughs) Tell us, Ed. So I watched the first half yesterday, and I did not have any issues with that, to be fair. I tried it this morning, and I was getting every error from the spinning wheel of death with audio of the movie, but not the picture, just the spinning wheel. I was getting, it would just freeze and not do anything, and then lagging, and... I finally... Yeah, I finally did get it to work. But, of course, it didn't save from where I left off yesterday, like any streaming service would. It just sent me back to the beginning. So we have to fast-forward, and then that causes more problems, where then it won't play when you fast-forward. It's just... I don't know. NBC, I get it. You want to be part of the streaming service party. Everyone wants to do it, but... If you can't do it right, then don't do it. It's just... Uh, it's it's bad. It's like Pluto and <laughs> Tubi are free, and I don't have problems with those. They're free. And this I have to yeah. pay $5 a month for. And it's I feel like they should be paying me $5 a month to beta test this thing because it's not finished. And, you know, don't even get me started on the money in the bank catastrophe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Peacock is bro like with WWE basically shelving the network here in the states Impact Plus which is not not a very good streaming app has become the default best wrestling streaming app here in America
1: <sighs> I just wish uh I don't know yeah it's you, it's, you know it's, the days of the
0: WWE network don't you
1: Look the WWE network had their problems and I'll see it every once in a while mm-hmm. in Time Hop but man I I apologize. I didn't know what I had until it was gone. And yeah, yeah, it's just, and don't even get me started on the layout. I mean, the layout's just like, I'm... Oh yeah.
0: That layout peacock is terrible, dude.
1: I mean, trying to find old wrestling where it's like, Oh, that's season three of SmackDown. What the hell is season <laughs> three? Like, I don't know what do you y- mean. Do you mean 2001? Yeah. Just put <laughs> the years, don't put seasons. It's not, exactly. a. it's not a sitcom. Exactly,
0: yeah. It's like uh, this year you had season thirty-seven of WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, and the fact (laughs) that there's like a million seasons of Raw. Like, hey, I want to watch this uh, Raw from you know two thousand fifteen. What season is that? I don't Uh, know. That'd be season twenty-three, I think, maybe. I'm not sure. Just put the years. Like, it's not. Yeah. You can put the seasons for the Office. That's fine. But put the years yeah. for, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I, want, I, I looked up their Olympics, too, because um, I um, I was curious what those looked like. And in my mind, it would be like, oh, well, they'll have, I mean, they should have, like, live streaming of every Olympic. So it's like if I want to watch table tennis, which is rarely on NBC or USA or whatever no, this network had the Olympics. CNBC, they yeah, that they're on. Like, if I want to watch table tennis, like there should just be a thing to go to like watch table tennis on demand. And their Olympic stuff on Peacock was even worse. It was like, here, here's like this beach volleyball game, and here's the match, here's highlights of it. Oh, and here's the match point. Okay, now we're going to go to track and field. Now here's these dudes throwing the javelin, and there's the the winner. And now we're going, and it's like. Peacock, this is, this is bad. Like, whoever designed this, I hate to call for another person's job, but, uh, wow, it's uh, it's a mess. I can't, I don't, I don't know anyone who actually likes it. That's the problem. I've never met anyone who's like, it's it's pretty good. Like, everyone hates it. It's buggy, and the layout sucks, which is really the two things that I don't want in a streaming app. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You know, the worst thing with Netflix is where you search a movie, and then the result comes up, and it's like, yep, don't have it. Like, that's annoying. But, like, <laughs> at least the movie will play with no problem if they do have it. Yeah. I had to get yeah. that off my chest. Peacock. I hope hey, there's not many more that's... superhero movies on Peacock. I don't...
0: Actually, that's funny, because there are quite a few on there. Um, but they're also on a... they're uh, They're on other streaming services, for the most part. Like, I think I saw X-Men on there, but... You know, whatever. Um, oh, real quick before we talk about you know we dig up the old time capsule, um, you notice how Turner owns like four different streaming services? Um, like I know they really have... think
1: about. It. Do they own really them think about it, or do they have like... because?
0: You, well, or it's like you know a bunch of Turner properties, so I assume they own them because uh-huh. you know you've got HBO Max, Paramount Plus, Showtime. And, oh, uh, Bleacher Report as well, Hmm. or the old BR Live, as it was called. That's I, four streaming services, dude.
1: I thought they just, them and HBO had a partnership of some sort. I don't know if they owned them or whatever, because that's the I, one where people are like, AEW should get on them because it was a natural transition because they own part of them.
0: They should put the. I agree. I think they should put the AEW archive on HBO Max. That would that would be a
1: wise move. Mm-hmm. Or their pay-per-views too.
0: Maybe uh, they make quite a bit of money on their pay-per-view though.
1: I know, but then we wouldn't have to hear John complain about spending fifty dollars for a Christian Omega match that he's going to spend what? anyway. But then he's still gonna.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Like I don't care to hear his complaints about seven-time world champion Christian Cage. I won't, I won't have it. Um,
1: I'll spend the oh, money, okay. but I'm not happy about it. That's John every month at the AEW pay-per-view. Look,
0: <laughs> look uh, I'm not going to blow up my own spot here, but uh, I have a friend of mine who may or may not let me borrow his login when the pay-per-views come around,
1: possibly, maybe. I spent my own hard-earned <laughs> money on HBO. I... I don't know if it's free because I signed up with it through cable and I haven't noticed my bill increase, so I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it did increase I and I just didn't even out. keyword didn't notice, so maybe it did and I just didn't notice, but I don't think it did. Yeah. So whatever. I know you can get Peacock for free with like Comcast, so like maybe HBO's free yeah. with uh with um whatever I have Spectrum. There you go. Yeah. Oh,
0: another uh, gripe I have with Peacock, with some of their movies, they're like, this is free to all customers, because you have, you know, the ad-based programming, and the, the $0, like, limited, you know, archive thing, you've got the four ninety nine full archive ad-based thing, well, with these that say they're, like, free to all customers, you turn them on, and even if you have the $10 a month plan, which I have, you still get the ads, which is, like, I paid for the ads not to be here. What's yeah, <laughs> going on?
1: I only pay $5 a month because I don't care about the ads. The only ads that annoy me are the ads for Peacock. Because it's like, I'm already and you well aware of your service. I'm using it.
0: I was going to say, I'm assuming you don't get ads during live feed stuff.
1: No, I don't. I'll get ads. The only ads I get... And the only old things I watch will either be for this podcast or I'm rewatching the Invasion, which thank God only has like a month and a half left. And after that I don't I don't know what more I'll really be using it for. But I figure, eh, I'll save the sixty dollars a year because I don't care about the commercials. It just gives me time to put you know, look at my phone and get news updates like this one, which is kinda of pertinent to you. A number of Johnson and Johnson COVID nineteen vaccine recipients feel unprotected against the Delta variant and are seeking booster shots. <laughs> what are they talking about? I'm just fine. Hey, you got the uh you got the ultimate protection, the antibodies.
0: Yep. I sure did. I sure did. Um okay, well now it's time to dig up the time capsule for Warrior because we are still here to review the movie. And with that in mind, this was released. On September 9, 2011, never forget. And um, your champions in wrestling at the time. This is a hodgepodge. It's a bit eclectic. Or more, you know, one, no, two of these things are not like the others. So in the WWE, you had the WWE champion of Alberto Del Rio in Ugh. his first reign. If you remember, Albert from the River. Horrible. Um, <laughs> the Horrible. World Heavyweight champion. Which, at this point, the World Heavyweight Champion was basically, like, a super version of the Intercontinental Championship. Because, like, okay, it was technically a world title on its own brand, but it was always second... It was, like, at this point, definitely second fiddle. Never main have at a pay-per-view. Whatever. Oh. Randy Orton had it at the time. In Impact Wrestling, Kurt Angle was your world champion.
1: You mean Koba?
0: Honor- Yes, Koba. Okay. Yes, uh... We're- by the way, I did love the trick-like uh, camera work they would use to make Kurt Angle look tall.
1: I just love the what American hero is playing a uh, evil Russian.
0: Russian, yeah. Uh, Your Ring of Honor world champion, uh, much maligned, not a lot of people like this guy, Davey Richards, for what it's worth.
1: No, I thought you were going to say Austin Aries.
0: Well, him too, but no, Davey Richards is
1: not well-liked. I was not watching wrestling in 2011. That was uh Well, you know, a black hole year stuff, for me. It, that's
0: the thing. Other than the punk stuff, you didn't really miss a lot.
1: I gathered that.
0: <laughs> Your number one song in the US at the time, Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. Oh nice. What a bop. Yeah. You know who was in that music video, by the way? Rebecca Black. <laughs> Months she, after her hit song "Friday" came out.
1: That makes sense. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. She's uh, grown up quite. Has a she bit. grown up? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, pervert, Irvin on these girls. <laughs> you can look her up too. Oh man, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Um, 2011. September 2011. I'm back in school. This is my junior year. Playing football. Not a very good team. Uh, we went two and seven. <laughs> so, not not a good season whatsoever. Um, just got my driver's license like a month before this. Oh, yeah. Nice. So driving the old uh, Dodge 1500 around, having a good time, that sort of thing. See, that's September... I right. I drove a truck for like four years, dude.
1: September of 2011. Oh, my first mm-hmm. car was a uh, Buick Century, which was an old person car. So, um, I just
0: uh, uh, the... I inherited the uh, the truck from my father.
1: Very blessed in that regard. Yeah, the Century was just like the biggest gas guzzler you could imagine. <laughs> Uh yeah anyway um September of 11 so I had my first job out of college at this point I had it was it was an okay job I won't you know it was fine um so I did that had let's see September October November that's, so I would have a girlfriend for two more months at this point I think that ended in early November. <laughs> And let's see. Um, I think that's about it. Just, uh, oh, no, I, um, actually around the same time that I got dumped, (laughs) I, uh, I switched jobs. Uh, Well, I switched jobs for like a week and uh, I was this new job. I was like, no, this, this ain't going to work. This job sucks. So then I went back to the other job. So that was, uh, that was an interesting time.
0: <laughs> I would say so. I would say so.
1: Have um, you ever had that where you left a job, went to a new place, and you're like, "Yeah, this was, this ain't it"?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I've only had one job.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> so well, congrats.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like. I um, it's it's just a weird feeling. Like excited. you just you just know when you're it's like this is not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I get you. No, I definitely had the you know, that realization before. Um do you have any history with the movie Warrior?
1: No. I forgot it existed until I mean I remember the commercials for it, but I forgot it existed until you even brought it up. <laughs> And by the way, you changed well, from Big Lebowski because it's hard to review. Companies. No, Big
0: Lebowski legs, by the way,
1: oh, it's so still on your I haven't
0: necessarily it, it is for now. I'll look into it. I'm flying by the seat of my pants guys. Nothing is, uh, you know, nothing is
1: set in stone, so to speak. I what, like to uh, keep Eddie on those. Well, what did you replace this with? Initially, it was Field of Dreams, uh, which wasn't going to be that great of a review. So, you know. said... Ah, you may it's, it's, have liked... It's, it's too more. heavy of a drama. I don't know.
0: Mm, fair enough. Um, they Live was my original Peacock selection.
1: Oh, See, I wanted to see that, and you took it away from me for this movie. You you can still watch it. I don't want to fire up Peacock anymore. <laughs>
0: Tired of playing with the cock, huh? I got gotcha. you.
1: Um, it's bad. It's a bad streaming yeah. service. A
0: limp cock. Um, <laughs> no, uh, this is a movie I watched um, on Amazon one Christmas, actually. My dad rented it and uh, watched it and uh, really enjoyed it. And I remembered enjoying it so much so that when I was scrolling the cock and I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is. we, we should watch this. So, that's how we got where we are. Um, oh, jeez. I guess I could pull up the and Wikipedia.
1: Well, I have the numbers.
0: Almost swore there.
1: Critics Do you. were 83% and fans mm-hmm. 92%. Wow. I know. I couldn't believe it.
0: You're like the only person that hated this, then.
1: Me and the 8% standing strong mm
0: yeah, uh, but oh wow, this was a financial failure. Uh, budget of 25 million box office of
1: 23.3 million. Well the the reason it got such high reviews is because most people just avoided it
0: <sighs> Whatever dude, whatever. real quick, going to the cast, don't want to stand this too long. there's really only three people we need to talk about here. Um, we're actually gonna, okay, let's lead with Tom Hardy as Tommy Reardon Conlon. What'd you think of Tom Hardy here?
1: Uh, Tom Hardy, so, the acting in the movie was very good, I will give them that. Yeah. problem with this particular character is he was so dislikable. Uh, Yes. He's just a dick to his father, a dick to his brother, Mm -hmm. and... Uh, really, a a dick to the United States military. So, I uh, I didn't have any sympathy for him. Well, you could say
0: that the the uh, United States military was a dick to him first when
1: his buddy got killed by friendly fire. Yeah, it's amazing the people that get killed like with friendly fire. Like that defeats the purpose of the name friendly. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, people love to uh, you know,
0: celebrate Pat Tillman the veteran, but like people kinda tend to forget Pat Tillman was pretty disenfranchised by the time he actually got killed. Like he wanted out. And um again, friendly fire is what got him. But
1: Yeah, I've never you know, served, enough- but I don't under I don't even understand how friendly fire works. Do you just like fire a bunch of bullets into the air and hope they don't come down and hit you? Or there's gotta be a better way. Like, what about a I don't know. What about like a smoke signal or something that won't kill anyone? Yeah, I have no clue. No yeah. clue. Maybe it's, time <laughs> up, maybe it's time to update Friendly Fire. Like, get rid of that and pick something else that won't result in casualties. <laughs> maybe. Like a, a code um,
0: word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next up, Joel Edgerton as Brendan Conlon. Did you like Joel Edgerton here?
1: well, at least Joel was easy to root for in the movie. Mm-hmm. He had a uh he had know, a
0: purpose and
1: everything. yeah the the underdog story, so that was fine um uh, yeah, the issues with the movie, like I said not with the acting or with the character yeah. Brendan necessarily we'll get into the issues yeah. later, but yeah, he was fine yeah. um did pretty no. good.
0: Yeah, Tom Hardy was unlikable. I will say this. uh, When Tom Hardy plays an American, it doesn't matter what part of the country he's from, his accent is the same.
1: Oh, yeah, Philadelphia. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Next up, the main event here. This man was nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Nick Nolte, HeroCast alum as Patty Conlon, Nick Nolte here, man, he played the role of father, recovered alcoholic father hanging on by a thread. He played that role to perfection.
1: Yeah, he was really good. Uh, you know, this, uh, I, I actually thought that his, his, um, well, I'm jumping ahead, but there was a scene later in the movie that he did and I thought like, oh, maybe the movie's actually finally going to get really good now and it didn't but the scene itself was really good so uh yeah nick nolte is very good deserved the nomination um you know like i said the acting's not the problem with the movie you had three good actors so
0: shout out to future um hero cast alum frank grillo he'll show up in winter soldier and that oh of course shout out multiple time world champion Olympian won a gold medal with a broken frick at Kurt Angle as koba
1: yeah shout out that and was, with, uh... with yeah,
0: his 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 character his purpose there was just to be like quote-unquote big and menacing
1: well yeah he was big and menacing um,
0: well uh, he I... was no, no, here's the thing Kurt Angle is build build at six feet he's not that tall he's like Probably a shoot 5'9 or 5'10.
1: Well, I don't think this was a heavyweight <laughs> MMA tournament. No. So.
0: There are, by the way, we're going to get it. I'm going to tell you my problems with the film. Um, and they're purely just immersion things because, oh, by the way, Joel Edgerton is a legitimate 5'11. So he's probably actually taller than the third angle. Um. A Grand Prix tournament would not happen in two thousand eleven. No, that was the Four early days MMA of fights. UFC. <laughs> that's yeah, that's like mid nineties UFC. Yeah, that in two thousand eleven, even you know, ten years ago with what we knew, that would not happen in two thousand eleven. Another thing that wouldn't happen in two thousand eleven, um, I will talk about when we get to it in the plot. It's toward the tail end of the movie. Eddie, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Yes, I probably I, I think so cuz I wrote it down too. I'll tell you what, I don't have a history with this movie, but I do have a history with UFC and I I was pretty big into UFC, probably like I did watch a lot of the early ones with the uh r at blockbuster, they had the explicit tag on, I'm like must be over 18 to rent. Uh, yeah. But like my dad would rent them. The ones them.
0: that like he dominated
1: yeah, where it was like no weight limits and you could wear geese, which I still think you should be allowed to because those were cool.
0: Bro, bro, did you know freaking Random Task from Austin Powers was in the first one? I did not. I <laughs> swear um, to God. Well, he he's in one of them. It may not have been the first one, but either way...
1: But yeah, those were those were fun, and uh, the reason I say you should be able to wear the gi, because you could use it as a weapon, but it could also be used against you, so it, it goes exactly. both ways, but yeah, those were fun, and then uh, UFC took a big dip in the late 90s, and then around 05 is that when the, I started uh, watching, ult- yeah, Ultimate yeah, Fighter I got can... into, and then probably till... Did you start with the Ultimate? That's
0: the thing, a lot of people started watching with the Ultimate <laughs> Fighter.
1: It probably was. It was probably then, and then around 2012, I kind of got out of it because I really became a fan of uh, Anderson Silva, and that was he was kind of going down. I think that was around when he snapped his leg, and uh, I was like, well, that's pretty much the end of his career. So, my my favorite guy is is gone. So, uh, yeah. And then the, I'm I sorry. That I, I saw the Brock Lesnar reign of terror. That was interesting, and uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's about when I I, I, would, would, I would order the pay-per-views, go to the Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the pay-per-views. I was big into it. So, um, yeah. So yeah, when John sent the thing, like Google Rich Franklin. Like I know exactly who he is. He's from Ohio, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was a UFC. He was a trainer on the Ultimate Fighter. I think one of the seasons.
0: Maybe. I feel, yeah, I yeah like he was. was. Cause
1: yeah.
0: Read his Wikipedia, and uh, he had a really good career, basically. And- Ran into Anderson Silva, Mm -hmm. which Anderson Silva might legitimately be, and I'm saying this as a novice fan, Anderson Silva might legitimately be the best fighter of all time. At least in MMA.
1: He's up there. And then uh, I'm looking at an autographed photo of Rashad Evans right now. So I met him at a bar in Indianapolis, and so that was cool. But... uh, yeah, I used to be pretty big into it, so that's where a lot of the my complaints come from, the complete lack of realism, but we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think when Gavin O'Connor directed this, um he was hoping to attract a crowd that wasn't like remotely into UFC or like just a little bit into MMA. Um so, you know, they'd be like, "Hey, it's kind of like what I watch on TV." But also not entirely break their immersion. Whereas again, I said like my immersion was broken toward the end and I barely watched UFC, so it
1: didn't quite work out in that regard. Yeah, it, it it does get a little weird to the end. Oh, I one quick side also, I remember being super excited, I don't know why, but being super excited for the debut fight of Kimbo Slice in UFC.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, it was like week three of the Ultimate Fighter, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna take this next week because it was Rampage against Team Rashad, and remember Rampage's team was absolutely trash, and they just kept getting taken out one by one, and it was eventually like down to like seven on one or something, and Kimbo was uh one of the people.
0: I was I was gonna say after a certain point, don't they reshuffle the deck?
1: I think they did. Um. I know he. I know Rampage had one dude who actually was pretty decent, and he won like his first fight in like the tournament. But I think at the tournament at the end, they just had to like put Team Evans people against each other. But that that was the season won yeah. by um I forget his name, but his nickname was like Big Country. Um, oh, Roy Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Roy. He his fight with Kimbo. Uh, I had to agree with Dana. Dana did not like him because he's like he's just fat and lays on people. Which was true. Like, that's what he did to Kimbo. And it's like, yes, Kimbo eventually ended up, like, not doing anything in MMA or Bellator or whatever, but it's like, it was even hard to, you couldn't even tell from that fight because it's like, the way the fight went, it's like, you, you still didn't even know if Kimbo could be good because, it's like, Roy Nelson just lays on people and it's like, made for a boring fight, but you know, whatever. Yeah. It was at least, uh, it was at least fun to see him in there, but We later find out Kimbo uh, could not cut it in the pros. R.I.P. Though.
0: Hey, he beat Dada five thousand
1: in Bellator, (laughs) and then died. Fight ever made.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he died like months later.
1: That's amazing. They did not get
0: sued to oblivion over that, but. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. I think Dada five thousand like nearly passed out after the fight too because he was dehydrated.
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Yeah. I know they just fell
1: all over each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Enough about uh, Bellator. Let's talk about
1: Sparta. Let's talk about the movie Warrior. All right. So, opens up. Tommy comes back. I wrote from the military, but I don't think that was true. I mean, he was back in the military, but that's not – it's not like he came back – and then just went straight to his dad's house, but, um, and
0: I think he probably spent a few years, a few, uh, couple of years, probably in the middle of nowhere. PA got a, got a bad drug habit and, uh, is where he is now.
1: Yep. And he's visiting his dad, Patty, who, uh, he hasn't seen in 14 years. And we learned Patty was an abusive alcoholic father, but he has since stopped drinking and gone back to church. And, um, you know, he's trying to tell his son that he made amends, but uh, Tommy is like a Twitter mob. You can't apologize. What you've done is <laughs> – it's over and you're canceled and I hate you forever and no amount of goodwill will ever, 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 ever change anything you've ever well, done. Well,
0: here, here's the thing. that Okay, Tommy's anger has a little bit more credence though because he is his son and a father is supposed to take care of his son and not beat his mom.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree. I may or may not have encountered an angry Twitter mob this, this week, though, but...
0: Mm. Did you tweet bad about Beyonce or something?
1: <laughs> no, it was... um. So I was scrolling through Twitter on, like, Friday, and I saw, like, John Taffer was apologizing or something. I'm like, what did he apologize for? So I found the video, and it was like... um. He, he was on Fox News, and he was comparing, like, the people still on unemployment to, like, hungry dogs or something. The, the comparison was bad. It didn't even make sense. And plus, you're comparing people to dogs, which is never good. Uh, so he apologized on Twitter, and the Twitter mob came after him. And I was just commenting on his post. I'm like, geez, the guy apologized. It was a dumb thing. We've all said dumb things. Like, can we just move on? And all of these people, like, no, apology not accepted. And it's like. Jeez, dude, he's, he didn't even, like, it's so stupid, it's like, get over it. Like, if that's the worst thing that a major celebrity or politician or whatever says all year, I would consider that a pretty damn good year, if that's the worst thing that comes out. I mean, but, you know, whatever, you just can't please the, can't please the Twitter mob.
0: But John Taffer definitely stuck his foot in his mouth.
1: Yeah, I mean look, I'm not defending what he said, it was dumb, but like, God, I've yeah. I've said dumb things. Um I'm trying to I know one time at work, not my current job many years ago, I inadvertent there was like a coworker who was a friend of mine, and he was in a group chat with other coworkers and they were playing like hangman, and in like a team meeting or something, I just made a joke about how he was doing that. Luckily the supervisor didn't really catch what I said. But, like, he got really mad. He's like, what are you trying to do? Like, why would you say that? And, like, I could... I'm like, I honestly wasn't even thinking. I'm sorry. But he got kind of mad about it. And, you know, we were fine later. But, like, it's just a dumb thing. And it's like, sometimes you just say things and you don't even really think about them. And it's like, yeah, I could have got this guy in trouble for really no reason. But, you know, you say dumb things, you apologize, you move on. That's kind of how life should work. But it doesn't work that way on Twitter because people are idiots. Pretty yep. much. Yeah, I don't know. You see, he's—I mean, I don't know. I guess all these people never said anything dumb, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, yeah. Anyway, next day, Tommy joins an MMA gym. The top guy in the gym, <laughs> Mad Dog. He needs someone to fight, so Tommy steps up, just destroys him. Hey, Rock.
0: Hey, Rock. Did Mickey and Polly not make it with you today? No, he didn't. And then he immediately gets sunned.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's an MMA tournament called Sparta. This is my first problem with the movie. ESPN does not cover Mm -hmm. MMA this much now, much less 2011. (laughs) No. They must have had uh, some kind of version of ESPN Plus where, like, they might cover it there. But they were all over MMA on ESPN, which is uh, mm-hmm. little uh, little skeptical of that one, but okay, they might. They'd be shit. like the baseball movie. Came out. That'd be
0: like the baseball movie came out today had this level of baseball coverage on ESPN right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, they'll. It's like after a major fight, they'll spend like hey, two minutes on the major fight. Oh, let's go to. We well, didn't work for him anymore, but they would have gone to Ariel Hawani and he'd be like, Yeah, this was a big fight, blah blah blah. Okay, so LeBron, guess what he did today? <laughs> It'll be August, be like, What what did LeBron
0: have to say about
1: This is a uh, off topic, but uh <laughs> did you see there was a uh, like a two minute clip of first take where, legit, they covered every topic of, like... They spent, like, ten seconds on every topic, and every single topic on the show was either Dak Prescott or LeBron. And this was, like, this week. So, mm. the basketball is not even that, being played now, and Cowboys have not even had their first game at this point.
0: That doesn't surprise me for some reason.
1: Oh, that show is unwatchable. It's, uh...
0: No, no that's the thing. Sports debate shows are inherently unwatchable because... You know, not every topic is disagreeable, you know, so part of the time, at least part of the time, one of these two guys has to be disingenuous and basically devil's advocate for whatever.
1: Yeah. And I, I I know they repeat topics because they're like, well, we, we have this show for people getting ready for work or going to school or whatever, so they can tune in for only 15 minutes. I get that man, there are people that sit and watch the whole thing and would like to hear more than just Dak and LeBron, but I don't know. Cold (laughs) Pizza back in the day was an excellent show, so naturally ESPN scrapped it and gave the whole two hours to Skip Bayless. Which is funny because Cold
0: Pizza was like the predecessor for First Take.
1: Yeah, and like when they would go to Skip during Cold Pizza, it was like, oh, can't wait to see what crazy things Skip's gonna say, but now it's like oh, so you like Skip? What if we just made the whole show around him. It's like, ooh, that's too much. You need to know less well, and more. A, uh
0: Max Kellerman and Stephen A.
1: Yeah, it's the same it, deal. It's just like, oh, what crazy things Max's gonna say, like, oh Tom Brady's washed up, this time I'll be right. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the thing. And
1: sorry for going off uh, a side,
0: but um that's I don't want to hear Max opinions on anything besides boxing.
1: That's it. Yeah, I man. I, I got into ESPN like really big right as he stepped down from, uh, uh what was it, around the horn? And when he was going to be the rumored to fill in for Skip, I was like, oh, I've heard a lot of hype around Max and everybody loves this dude, so let's see what he's all about. And it's like, oh. Well, Wow, he really kind of sucks. Like this, (laughs) I was excited to see what this guy was because like everybody was like, Oh, Max Kellerman's this great sports mind. I can't believe they replaced him on around the horn. And it's like, he's really not that intelligent. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, ESPN's advertising this tournament called the Sparta, which is, um, the winner gets five million dollars. It's going to be like, uh, a weekend tournament in Atlantic City where um supposed to be the best fighter in the world, even though they don't really specify mm-hmm. which weight class, but it looks yeah. like middleweight. Yeah. I don't no, know.
0: it's middleweight. It's middleweight. They mentioned oh, offhand okay. a couple of
1: times. They mentioned the middleweight division. Well, at the same time, Tommy's brother Brendan is a physics teacher, and he's having financial problems, and he might lose his house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, no. So, Brandon... No, it's not... Hey, look,
0: uh, look, if you can't feel for this guy, you've clearly never been in any kind of financial trouble.
1: Well, you know, 2011 was just coming out of the housing crisis, so I, I get it. Um, mm. I mean, I look, I graduated in 2010, and uh, that was still at the tail end of the, the recession, so uh, finding a job was not easy. I mean... It isn't now, but it was back then. Or, yeah. no, reverse that. It was hard back then. It's not now. but Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, Brendan does what he has to do. He fights people for money at a strip club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or parking lot, excuse me. Yeah, come on, the parking lot of a strip club. Yes, apologies to uh, whatever. So, his wife, not very happy about this. And, meanwhile, Tommy then asks his dad to train him for MMA, as long as he doesn't try to reconcile their relationship.
0: Yeah, and Nick Nolte has a field day with him here. He's like, hey, you came to me. Not the other way around, so don't threaten to walk every five minutes.
1: His logic was better to train with someone at least you know than someone you don't.
0: Yeah, the devil you know. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, word is out that Brendan is fighting, and he is sent to the principal's office. And the principal's like, well, we can't have this, and suspends him. Well, it's presumed he's suspended, because i well, mention it later.
0: The, the, it's the superintendent that suspends him. Yeah. Yeah. Because the principal's like, hey, you can't be doing this. But <laughs> like, he does leave the principal kind of impressed. They're like, wait, you were in the UFC? He's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which uh, I wish they'd covered that more because it would have made more sense to the end, because one of my big complaints is, like, the unrealisticness of the finale.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that.
1: Elsewhere in Iraq, some guy recognizes Tommy knocking out the guy in the gym on YouTube.
0: Uh-oh. Hope that doesn't come back to bite him.
1: Yeah. So, Brendan seeks training from an old friend named Frank, Patty then visits Brendan and tells him Tommy's back in town. Uh, we also learn about some Isn't Russian fighter. Is name
0: Frank in the movie? Hey, hey, is his name Frank in the movie? Because that's
1: the actor's name. Uh, maybe I wrote the actor's name down. It was Sal, wasn't it? I mean, maybe. That, was, that sounds right. It. That was what was on his uh, clothing, Sal. Let me see. Yeah. Frank. Oh, yeah, we it was Frank a... Grillo as Frank Campana. Okay.
0: Okay. He also had a uh, framed poster of a Hoist Gracie versus a Shamrock fight
1: mm-hmm.
0: in his office, for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, so he's not Sal. Maybe it was Sal's gym or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, so uh, we learned about this uh, Russian fighter from ESPN. <laughs> he's coming in. His name is Koba. He's never fought in the U.S. before, but apparently he's the best fighter in the world, which... uh. If you've never competed in UFC, you're probably not the best fighter in the world. But Frank's top guy at his gym, who was going to be in Sparta, is injured, so he needs Brendan to enter into the Sparta. And when they all arrive, Brendan sees Tommy's well, he there. Need,
0: that's the thing. He doesn't need Brendan. Brendan begs to get entered uh, in.
1: Which is weird. It's like, couldn't he just still enter even though the other Otherwise, guy didn't get hurt? Maybe. What's that now? I was saying, couldn't he still have entered even though the other guy got hurt, didn't get hurt? Or does it just like one, you can only uh, enter one fighter? Yeah.
0: That's the thing. They probably like, you know, maybe the guy, uh, what's his name, JJ, was like, yeah, we got one spot for you here.
1: Could be. So, yeah, they enter, the brothers see each other. Uh, Tommy's military history uh, it surfaces on the news and his buddy in Iraq does an interview how how he saved his life from uh like their uh was it their tank or humvee or whatever had got blown up and uh yeah. they had opened it. he ripped he, the door off ripped the door off which seems kind of impossible but okay and uh Tommy and Brendan then meet up on the beach and have an argument about the past and how their mom died so we get to the Sparta and Tommy wins his first fight very easily. Uh, Brandon nearly loses his first fight. Uh, sorry, nearly loses in the first round, but is saved by the bell. But he does get yeah. the tap out victory in round two.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that's the thing is like you're seeing the duality of uh, the duality of man here with uh, the struggles that Brendan has versus Tommy, who is just dominating these fights and. Being very unceremonious about it because he'll win these fights and then just leave the cage. Which, okay, this almost broke my immersion because I'm like, would that not maybe potentially cause a disqualification?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so.
0: It's hard to say. It's hard to say.
1: Well, the uh, the two brothers they win another fight. Patty talks with Tommy. He's in the casino and he says. That um, he only saved the guy's life in Iraq because he had already left and deserted his unit. So Tommy then tells his dad off, and then the next morning his dad gets drunk and is crying, and Tommy gives him a hug. This is where I thought the movie was gonna get like start to get good and serious, but then they really don't do anything more with the dad. So Nick Nolte's kind of out of this movie at this point.
0: Well, he's in the background.
1: Yeah, that was not a great payoff with him. Uh, the next day, Tommy beats Mad Dog from the gym again with the fastest knockout of the tournament. Yeah. And also, that same day, Brendan has to fight Koba. And the first two rounds, Brendan gets destroyed, but he's saved yep. by the bell both times. And in the third round, Brendan gets the tap-out victory.
0: Well, here's the... You're, okay, but like Frank has to like tell him like straight up, like, hey, if you don't... He says, if you don't tap him out, if you don't knock him out, you don't have a house. And that kind of gave Brendan every bit of fire that he needed to.
1: Yeah. I just, the problem is if we're to believe that this guy's the best fighter in the world and the announcers say it's a thousand to one odds, which the announcers, by the way, were like really over the top goofy, like comparing him to a goldfish. You didn't like Brian
0: Allen in this one?
1: Oh, they're like, comparing him to a goldfish, like, oh, he has no chance of winning, none whatsoever. Like, no announcer would ever say that. <laughs> uh, and then he goes in there, he's a thousand to one odds, and he beats this dude, and it's like, come on. Like, even Rocky lost to Apollo in Rocky One, and it's like, I don't care if he's not gonna have a house, skill trumps, skill can trump heart at some point. <laughs> And, uh,
0: tell that to Buster Douglas
1: get. I look, I mean, I know about Buster. He's from here, local guy, but I mean, that was just a really off night for Tyson too. And Buster really never went on to uh, be that much of a dominant champion. But, uh, the fact that you're like this fighter, you took several years off to teach and now you're going up against supposedly the best in the world, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But whatever, it's Hollywood, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um. Has Tommy had his uh, semifinal fight yet?
1: Well, i uh, I think because he beat uh, Be- Mad Dog, but we get a breaking the, uh... news.
0: <laughs> yeah. The oh my god, don't get me started. The Marine Corps in his semifinal fight, the, a whole section of Marines just all conveniently seated. Right next to each other, sing Tommy to the octagon.
1: And, but we that get a, a bit goop. Well, we get a breaking news from CNN. They got Don Lemon, which is kind of funny.
0: I thought that was Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't credited. Yeah, that was him.
1: That was on the, the Chiron, so he says, Hey, everyone, the guy that was the military hero, well, turns out he deserted his squad and he'll be arrested by military police after the fight. And I had to I had to fact check this, so I I messaged two people I know that were in the military, and I asked them the same question: Would the military police allow this person to fight after he was found to be a deserter, and um, you know, found out stateside? And the first one just said LOL, <laughs> and the second one said LMAO. That would be awesome. I said, so that's a no? And he said, No. <laughs> so I uh I don't think they would just say, Alright, you can finish this fight, but then we're arresting you. So I had to fact check that because I was genuinely curious. But Oh, uh,
0: I wasn't curious at all. I knew immediately I'm like, Okay, I gotta suspend disbelief a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll let you, but anyway, the finals is Tommy versus Brendan. What a surprise. And Tommy gets his arm broken and the two fight after the Oh bell. my god, okay,
0: this was the this was the problem I had. He breaks his <laughs> arm in what, the second round?
1: There's not a doctor stoppage.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no no athletic commission worth their salt would allow this fight to continue after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, New Jersey. What's what's going on there? Like uh um, I know like uh um, this bare knuckle boxing thing is only legal in like certain States. I think Wyoming is one of them, but like even then it's like, even as, as painful as that sounds like I still don't even think that that would allow you to continue fighting with a broken arm.
0: Yeah. Because you're literally a one-armed man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's not a fair fight. The ref would stop it or the medical would stop it. I've seen that many times in UFC fights where the doctor comes in and waves the fight off. Yeah, I mean, but whatever. Um, don't let don't let reality get in the way of a movie cliche. (laughs) So the final round, they're fighting, and Tommy taps out from a choke. And after the fight,
0: Brendan Brendan had to give Tommy a mercy killing.
1: Yes, he would not quit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he beats him up, he taps him out, and then after the fight, the two hug. And they leave the octagon
0: with About Today by The National playing at the end. Good song.
1: And that was Warrior.
0: Yes, 2011 classic. I loved it, personally. Had a couple of problems with my immersion being broken. Um, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Highly yeah. recommended. Very good movie.
1: Yeah, I'm, Let's I'm, hear it, Ed. Well, I'm going the other way. The Okay, I was hoping the movie... The first half of the movie is just, you know, tough guys from Philly with gravelly voices talking like, oh, I can't believe that you, you, what you did to me and mom when we were kids, and oh, I can't believe I'm going to lose the house, and oh my gosh, my life is so bad. It was just that for an hour. And then I'm like, okay, when Sparta comes, it'll be better, and it's like, it's just cliche, it's too much cliches. I mean... You know it it's just the brothers meet in the end, this guy who hadn't trained in years comes back and wins everything you know the uh the fact hey, that there's no doctor stopping he and...
0: had like dude, okay, Brendan Conlon had a full camp, he had like nine like
1: three months to train, I know, but so did c m Punk and he couldn't beat a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it's just like the idea that you could stop training for what feels like years, be a teacher, and you're only beating up random losers at a strip club parking lot. Not quite the same as Pro fighters, supposedly the best in the world. And, yeah, just, I don't know. It was just too, it was just a lot of cliche on top of cliche on top of cliche. And it's like the brothers meet in the end. They fight and they hug and... The uh, the military thing never had a really much of a payoff. Uh, the dad thing never had much of a payoff. So it it, it felt like it was going somewhere. There was no payoff. Like Tommy like
0: comforted his dad. Like they spent two hours of Tommy just being a complete dick to his dad, and then they you know pay it off there at the end. There was payoff.
1: Eh. The you got to at least admit the military thing like had no payoff. And why weren't the it was military very... people like I just I don't know, but it feels like military people wouldn't cheer after they knew this guy deserted a unit.
0: <laughs> yeah, know. it was Maybe very they
1: would. it It's very Rocky gets cheered in the Soviet Union, but <laughs> <laughs> which also well, is cliche, thing. but
0: here's the thing. By by Rocky Four, you know what you're getting into. Okay. Yeah. Like Rocky getting cheered by the Soviet crowd should be no surprise to anyone.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would never happen. They would riot, and probably he would be killed. But when Rocky won, the reason it was so great, it's like the skill trumped the will of Rocky to win because Apollo Creed was in fact that damn good. And apparently Koba wasn't, and like apparently no one else in the tournament was for these two brothers who hadn't fought in a while to just go in there and just crush everyone, so... There's a lot of cliches. I will give it a rating of four. I thought the acting was <laughs> at least good. Some of the fights were pretty interesting, even though they were... Um, you know, the referee was very, very slow to stop fights, but... Um, yes, you could yes. Have ma- you could have made an <laughs> argument that they should have stopped the Koba fight, too. When he's just getting pounded on the head, it's like, ah... Maybe I'll stop it but nah the rounds almost over we'll just let it we'll let it ride. It's like they don't do yeah. that. But okay.
0: And that with the with the line of "Let's go to war."
1: Stupid. I hated that line. "Let's go to war." Yeah. Uh you know what would have bumped this up a point if they had Bruce Buffer?
0: Bruce Buffer? See
1: if they had Big John McCarthy, I think it would have uh, bumped this up a little bit. That too. That too. But Mhm. Yeah, I'll go four. I just, uh, first half was a little boring. The second half was too cliche, so. Well, you are entitled to your opinion. Uh, I don't have a quote this week,
0: to be completely honest with y'all. Um,
1: How did you not get a quote?
0: As much as, as much as I love this movie, not a lot that seems, you know, really super quotable. I could I could yell like Nick Nolte and be like, I'm on the ship, Ahab! I'm not going to do that.
1: Well, can I do By a By the quote, way,
0: powerful then? stuff. I damn near cried. You can give a quote of any sort. I don't care, pal.
1: Okay. You can give
0: an insurance <clears throat> quote. I don't care. Whatever will send us off.
1: All right. <clears throat> I'm serious. We train. That's it. I don't want to hear a word about anything but training. You understand?